So Team Matrix is out with part two of From Michigan to Mumbai, um, a podcast featuring the feds, which are a 26-year-old FRC team based in Michigan. And in part one of the podcast, we covered several important discussions regarding FRC, FTC, and the various initiatives the feds have taken. And today, in this podcast, let's dive a bit deeper into the various aspects of FRC and how FTC connects to them. So how many girls do you have in your team currently? I think we have about 10, 15-ish girls. Um, yeah, I think we have 15 girls and the percent girls from last year before 10% of the team was girls and now we have um, about 25% of the team is girls. Um, that's really interesting. And how did you guys manage to decide on the team name? Do you happen to know that? So our oh, school's okay. mascot is a falcon. So FED stands for Falcon Engineering Design Solutions. So, and then, yeah, that's how we came up with it. It's an Our acronym. original name was uh, Falcon EDS and Falcon stand for, stands for Falcon, which is our school um, mascot. And EDS was the name of our first uh, sponsor. But when EDS went bankrupt, we changed our branding and our name to mean Falcon Engineering Design Solutions. And yeah. we've really built on our branding. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. We've really built on our branding too, because feds itself might seem a little strange to people, but feds is like federal agent. And we've built on this brand because we call ourselves agents of change. Um, it's on all our shirts. It's on our branding, as you might see. And we really embody this um, being a fed being an agent of change being somebody who changes their community as we have through stem education and um even in our impact presentations and our videos it's very apparent that we adopt this federal agent theme um in everything that we do that's um really interesting and i think it's been like an amazing you know development of the name seeing all the ups and downs you've gone through but um, like on Team Matrix's behalf, we um, we don't have as interesting a story. I think uh, we picked up the name Matrix, which was decided last year by our previous team members, because, you know, it sort of resembles how um, a Matrix is a sort of place where, you know, um, people can develop and become, you know, what they want to be. If you look at like the philosophical, not mathematical angle of it. So what we do believe is that we're a sort of Matrix of team members where we each help each other and work together to form something better and amazing. And that's also sort of symbolized in our uh, team logo where, you know, the four diamonds, they represent how it's not just us that, you know, you know, shines or that, you know, achieves what we want to, but we um, believe that everyone should shine with us. And we believe in the upliftment of everyone. Like you mentioned agents of change. So that was um, a very important aspect. And, um, just another quick question here. While I was scrolling through your um, Instagram page and website, I came across an event called Falcon Frenzy. So now I do know what Falcon refers to, but was Falcon Frenzy somewhat like the freight frenzy that you um, like hosted or what exactly was um, so Falcon Frenzy is actually something our school hosts. So it's not robotics related, um, like, 
what do you it's not robotics related in like originally in its structure but because our team is very passionate about you know getting the word out about first robotics and representing um what it what frc is and always trying to recruit new members we come we um participate in a lot of school events and so what the falcon frenzy is specifically is it's basically a um tailgate so if you um know in america football is like one of the biggest sports and so high school football is probably one of the most popular sports in high school and so a lot of people turn out for the games especially when we're competing against our sister schools we have a lot of rivalries and so um the falcon frenzy itself is a um time before the game where um people hang out get food um there was a petting zoo there's just a lot of fun activities to do for everyone and so our team was like that's perfect for us to show off our robot we let um people drive our robot um and we also had our merchandise and everything like that for people to get to know our team so yeah i would definitely say especially for um new newer teams like you if you can find any way to participate in school events that's um something that's really helped us in recruitment and in really getting our name out there as a, a um important club at the school yeah that's also really but what is this year's FRC challenge and how interesting do you find it? Do you think it's comparatively better to like other FRC? So for FRC, our challenge comes out, you know, like around January. So we won't know until January what our challenge is. So could you uh, shed some light on maybe last year's challenge? So last year's challenge was called Rapid React. And what we had to do, we had to score these cargo balls in a um, 11 foot tower, which was in the center of the field. So players would go around collecting these um, large cargo size balls and scoring them into the upper, which was 11 foot hub or the lower, which is around three foot hub. And then at the end of the game, which was my mo most favorite part, we had to climb these sets of bars like monkey bars and the highest one would be around um 11 foot so we had to climb from the lowest bar to the highest bar in around 30 seconds wow that that sounds really interesting actually so um yeah you were saying something Oh, I just wanted to add on a little bit. And um I loved Rapid React. I think it was um very um, different than the challenge before. I forgot the name exactly of the challenge um, before Rapid React, but that one involved, again, hanging, but it was like on this like clothes hanger kind of thing. It was a hanging bar and you had to like balance on the bar. And then of course there was shooting. Um, but this year's challenge, like I feel like the FRC challenges are just getting harder and harder, which is great because it's making us think even um, harder about these um, games. And um, so I would say Rapid React is probably one of the more complex games from um, looking historically at the FRC games. I think the the funniest FRC game, if you want to look it up, I don't know exactly the name, but it's where a robot has to like climb up a tower like vertically. And I think that's just like super cool. It's like one of the um, most unique challenges, but for complexity wise, I would say Rapid React was pretty difficult. That, that sounds honestly super interesting. A similar yet much more difficult than our F 
FTC challenges. So um, that just makes me look forward to, you know, joining an FRC team very soon. And our school does um, have an FRC team too. So usually what students do is they compete in FTC for one to two years, and then they join the FRC team of our school, which is called um, Elevate. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. And I can see the complexity of the challenges, yet how interesting they are from what you described. And I will certainly look up the challenge you mentioned, the funniest mm -hmm. one. Um, I'm really excited about that. So um, that's something I'll definitely do. And this year's FTC challenge, um, I'm pretty sure you would be aware, but it's like power play. So it's rather simple compared to what um, y'all mentioned, but we basically have to um, place cones in junctions of varying heights and, um, you know, try to form like a circuit of all these cones and junctions by either capping them or owning them. And um, it's it's quite, you know, it's it's different from what y'all mentioned, but at the same time, we believe it's like a, you know, building like process and the first step towards reaching um, what FRC is. And um, personally, my favorite part too, it's like the end game, where in this case, we have to form a circuit of cones. So I, you know, think it, you know, really stands for how STEM is and robotics isn't just about like building the robot, constructing it and getting done with it. But it's about how quick you can think and try to actually form that circuit on the ground. So that's all the pressure on the drivers. So that's something we will be figuring out. But yeah, it was great to hear about FRC. And um, yeah, Aryan, you can ask the next question. So uh, what do you think are the differences between FTC and FRC? So, so financially, you go ahead. So FTC is, um, there's plenty of differences between FRC and FTC. FRC has, the most notably, FRC has no limits on team sizes, while FTC has 15 members only. So we're able to create like a large group and a community that really supports our team culture. The second difference is that the playing field, if you know, the playing field is much, much lot larger than uh, FTC playing fields. So we're allowed to build bigger robots and have more complex maneuvers. And that really adds to a more dynamic gameplay. And the third difference is we have, um, so our competitions, have a separate separate pit area. And our pit area contains the robots of all of our rivals. So we can do things that aren't really uh, aren't really as visible in middle school level, like scouting, where we uh, estimate our rivals and our uh, ally alliance's strength, and we can do match plays. We can depend our, our match strategy on that data. And Adiba, did you yeah. have something to add? No, that's good. Arya covered it all. <laughs> oh, I was going to add, um, so for FRC, we talked about the cost, but also we mentioned that our kickoff is in January. And then I believe we get a six-week build season to build this robot um, together. And what you're given is a kit of parts, which is which includes a chassis and drive motors and some tools, but really like all the materials come from us. We use suppliers like Rev Robotics and um, that is used to create the robot. And I think um, just um, assuming a little bit is that, you know, you, 
really cannot build a FRC robot, you know, the night or the week before. You have to be utilizing your time in the six-week season to get a robot that can even drive around on the field and be considered in play. So that's um, something the robots, again, um, just comparatively are a bit more complex. And the programming behind it is obviously very complex. The level of difficulty is crazy. I mean, if you look at the best team quote-unquote of all time the cheesy poofs 254 their gameplay their robot their mechanics are so like top level top engineering level it's it's very scary to go against teams that are the best of the best but really like when you look at these robots in depth like it's crazy what um people can really do and then as for competition wise itself um Again, Michigan is a little bit different than the rest of um, uh, first and that I believe you guys go to, um, I don't know exactly in India, but for other states in the U.S., they go to regional competitions and then they'll go to the world championship. But for our team, we have three levels of competition, which is districts, states, and worlds in, um, for FRC to even... Um, like compete or to even get to the next level, you have to rank very high in districts to go to states and then states to go to the worlds. And then um, another thing award-wise that's pretty different that I've noticed is um, we both have like awards for outreach. You have the Inspire Award, I believe, and we have the Impact Award, which was known as the Chairman's Award. And for that specifically, I would say the Impact Award is extremely difficult to win, which is why if you win the Impact Award, you can go to states. And if you win the Impact Award at states, you can go to Worlds and then obviously compete at Worlds. But for Impact Award itself, um, the Q&A and the presentation um, criteria, I believe, is a bit more complex and a bit more nuanced than the Inspire Award. But like, you know, when we host our FTC qualifiers, like we see that teams who go for the Inspire Award do great things in their community as well. So we're not saying that one is better than the other. There's just some differences when it comes to awards um, as well. And then again, in FRC, there's really more um, chances for people to do things as Aria mentioned so like we have a safety group on the team because safety is one of the top priorities and honestly one thing that a lot of people miss in FRC is being safe and abiding by safety rules what do you do with batteries battery spills everything like that and also you know there's a large emphasis if you can on business and PR our team has won um, multiple entrepreneurship awards but um that being said um as I was saying in FRC, there's also um, a large variety of activities for students to do even farther than FTC, especially with having no um, member limit, that you can really explore more roles on the team. And so, for example, you know, we have more technical roles than more like assembling, like programming is much more nuanced. We have machining, mechanical, electrical is definitely um, one of the most popular groups and one of the most difficult, um, in my opinion, as like I've seen. And then even um, we have a whole non-technical branch that can really focus in on 
um, impact and outreach and um, sponsorships. And this is very, very important when it comes to FRC because our team has experience with winning the Entrepreneurship Award multiple times, but that's because we have students and we have the capacity and we have the mentorship to be competing for additional awards besides the competition awards. You know, we have a lot of awards just like um, FTC that's given out to teams that go above and beyond in other ways off the field. And um, finally, what I want to say about FRC is that mentors are so, so important in FRC because um, they are really the ones guiding us and especially guiding new students and old students in teaching while they don't and they try their best not to put their hands always on the robot. They are great at giving instruction when it comes to non-technical. They're great at helping us um, shape our ideas, write essays, and really all of that together is what helps us create healthy team culture, team environment. The FRC season is honestly very very long you know longer than any sports season and so because we're together all the time it's really a great place I think in FRC to create such close close relationships with each other which may not always be reflected in the shorter FTC season but um, again I have no doubt that you guys all seem like wonderful people and you seem like a great team that's very close with each other so I think that's something that's um, very great about first in general. Now, um, in FTC, we have this thing called the engineering notebook, where we document the building of the robot and just the general ins and, ins and outs of it. Now, in FRC, do you all have the same? Is it a requirement? No, it is not a requirement in FRC, although you can, there's different awards you can get for, you know, writing down what you have done in business or like something like impact, but there's no, we don't have like an engineering notebook. But on our team, we do make use of some documentation wise. So in electrical, um, there's kind of a joke that we have an electrical Bible, which no, it's not religious at all, but um, we call it that because it's this um, um, record of what, worked in electrical what didn't work and it's been passed down and passed down to the next electrical leads so that they can look at that and be like oh this wiring didn't work but we can do this and this worked then so that's kind of how we've logged it we are always trying to get better at logging what we do um, on the technical side because really it's so important for the next leads to um, have like a blueprint and you know learn from trial and error and um, everything like that so this year, we're going to, during the heavy build season, we're going to keep um, a log and a daily blog as well on our website so that you know other teams can see what has worked for us, but also that we can document our own experiences in a more centralized place. That's great, but uh, Sambi, I, you said you had a question, didn't you? Um, yeah, so you previously stated that you only have a six-week build period and that's obviously very intense. So how do you manage to do that alongside like schoolwork considering you're in high school? So yes, our team meets from Mondays through Thursdays, six to nine, and we meet from Saturdays, nine to four. So it is a lot of work to, you know, build a robot and do everything for the awards in just six weeks. Um, so we... Yeah, we manage our time wisely and, you know, we work hard 
with our mentors. And if we don't, you know, finish our schoolwork, we will take time, like days off. And there's always someone in robotics to help you with work if you're struggling. Yeah, so we have this team culture where everyone helps other people. And there's always other like seniors and juniors who have already taken your class before or are in your class. So there's always someone in robotics to ask for help in robotics and um, to help complete your homework. And then we do have attendance requirements. So 50% attendance in the off season and 75% of the attendance that Adiba mentioned in the build season. However, you know, we understand like we're students, the school comes first before anything. And um, if you just let a mentor know, like you'll get half credit for going to that meeting. So really attending meetings, if you want to be on the team, it's no worries. Like we understand that there's um, other priorities, you know, in your life. But um, even towards the end of the um, build season, we'll have more select people come into the shop and, and for business. Because, you know, if mechanical is not working on the robot that day, then the group doesn't have to meet. And we understand that when you get into February, March, like there's a lot of APs, there's a lot of AP prepping um, for our school, at least. And then just school in general, you know, you're going to try and prep everything before we have to go to competition and miss school and everything like that. So yeah, it's really no worries on the team. Um, and if your grade is dropping or slipping, there's always exemptions for you. So um, that again feeds into the culture that Aria mentioned. Yeah, that's really interesting. I think even our school provides slight leniency for those who are competing in FTC and FRC. But do you think that doing FTC will help in like competing in FRC? So FTC and FRC are very different, but FTC will, you know, give you a basic fundamentals of what you will need in the future. So, yeah, it'll. Yeah, so what do you think are like the main skills that you require in FRC? Communication is key. So FRC, you know, you have to communicate with other subgroups about what you're doing and nothing is going to get done. We're not going to build a robot if anybody's, you know, not communicating properly. So I think communicating and teamwork are like big major skills that you need in FRC. Yeah, like especially in the off season when we have so many new students, you have to be good at not only understanding difficult concepts, but also explaining those concepts in terms that people who don't know what you're talking about will understand. Because um, if you just go in day one into mechanical training and they tell you, we're gonna create a flywheel shooter, let's mount it here, here, let's rivet, rivet. Well, they don't know what you're saying. So if you can go step-by-step step, as our incredible mechanical leads do and explain, you know, why are we doing this? Um, how do we do this? And really, again, keeping that like connection with new people and, and older uh, students on the team, that's something that is vital in FRC, especially in the build season when things get crazy, when, you know, there's a lot of frustration and a lot of um, tension if things don't work out. You have to be able to communicate healthily to each other. Um, and one more thing is that you have to set deadlines for yourself and you have to 
make those deadlines because if you're constantly pushing back oh I'll do this one week later I'll do this tomorrow then really once you get to competition you'll be like all those days that I pushed off were not worth it because we could have had this at this time but we don't anymore so really that's something that our team has learned um, especially over these 26 years is stick to your deadlines as well and it's so important to teach for this idea that Anna said that you have to teach your younger students so that they can be a contributing member of your team, that we offer summer training workshops during the summer to help educate and help train our newest incoming students uh, into the program so that they know what they, they know what to do during build season. Um, so I think one of our next questions too regarding, you know, this sub what was about like the summer workshops you hold. Um, but before that, do you know, talk about all the important skills you mentioned? These are some skills, most of them in fact, are something like we develop um during FTC. So um that's why our school also really encourages us to do FTC, gain experience in, you know, team management, team dynamics, um, meeting deadlines, not procrastinating, and you know, several other habits we tend to have to get rid of them and to develop a mindset that will help us succeed in FRC. So uh, thank you for shedding light on all those, you know, very important skills. Thank you so much for listening in and please do stay tuned for part three of this podcast, which will be uploaded on Spotify under Matrix Mates very soon.